Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to the FPL Roundtable, the only fantasy Premier League podcast where we guarantee that you might learn something about fantasy, probably. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries. Joining me, as always, is my good friend and partner in crime, Rob Langevin. Rob, this is two weeks in a row. We're crazy. Two weeks in a row. I think we just, I, you know, I've been up for, you know, 48 hours just watching political news in the United States and just analyzing every every possible seat that was won and lost by the Democrats and the Republicans. And I still can't believe it. Um, mm-hmm. But... No, I'm completely being facetious because if I'm ever up for 48 straight hours, no one would want to be around me because they'd either be drunk <laughs> off my ass or just completely oblivious to the world around me and probably curse at you a lot. Yeah, even if you weren't uh, drunk off your ass, I'm pretty sure there have been like studies that being more tired is actually worse than being more drunk. Oh, yeah. I, like my mind would be a pile of mush even more than it is a pile of mush now. <laughs> like I, I, I sometimes that's why I wear Velcro shoes. I can't even freaking have the time to tie my shoes. I wonder what other clothes could be Velcroed. I feel like maybe we're underutilizing Velcro. Uh, I've seen shirts that are Velcroed for oh, people like where the have, buttons would be. Yeah, people have, who have mm. disabilities and they can't like they have um, Parkinson's or mm. uh, oh, like and, muscle and di- have, like, muscle, muscle disorders and they can't button their shirts. They use they use Velcro. Um, so good for them. Good for the inventors of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's, what do you think about FPL? You want to get into it, or you want to, you want to talk about how bad Wolves was jobbed over the weekend? And no, it let's, let's talk more about Velcro. I'm, I'm genuinely trying to think of other applications for Velcro. Uh, Velcro underwear. I mean, it would speed things up. Yeah, yeah. Not because there's always. I'm gonna get, now. We're gonna get into this because if you had Velcro underwear, it would get off to that. You know, like that awkward situation when you're laying in bed with your missus and like you know you're you're gonna get naked and it's so awkward to like you're laying down but you don't want to sit all the way up to pull off your underwear or yeah you know, and you have to like bend and, and like yeah, yeah. and you gotta hope that she's like artistically like valued with her toes to pull them off and <laughs> like. And like, there's always that awkward thing. Like, you don't want to stop. You don't want to stop midstream because you know if you're going if you're going full bore kissing and you don't want to like you know get get up with the you know mess up the mojo of it. You, yeah. Who who wants an awkward moments when? That's why like I always pretty much have sex with my socks on because I'm just like forget it. They're staying down there because I'm not reaching them. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Flight of the Concords, um, that's why they called business socks. Ooh. <laughs> I'm I'm always wearing wool socks. I want my feet to be warm and my pleasure dome to be happy. <laughs> oh my um yeah but i think there's a there's there should be a market there for there, velcro underwear then uh but it, it can't be like that because there's like velcro that's like abrasive like when you touch it and it like touches a part of your skin that's well like, in theory it would that, be on either normal? flap of your underwear yeah but so there, it shouldn't be there, touching you there really. could there could be some chafing issue i'm just saying because All underwear right. does get turned and you know there's there's some otphj stuff that goes on that may alter the you know the undercarriage. Or yeah, the- I see what you're saying. I, I think we're we're gonna have to uh, test this theory some more before we go to market. But I I, I think there's a place for this. 
But by the way, the Pee Wee Playhouse word of the day is OTPHJ. <laughs> okay, um, now let's talk about fantasy. Um, let's start with something that was very deeply depressing, um, which is um, apparently Mitrovic just isn't going to get the ball at any point during any match again. He did have a couple of headers that he skewed wide, but he's still over 20% owned. He was an FPL darling from the start of the season. I was one goal away from writing an article about how he was an elite forward. So in that regard, kind of happy that I missed out on that before this huge plummeting of his value. Um, assuming people are shifting off of Mitrovic, um, obviously there's, Liverpool. There's no assuming. There's no assuming. <laughs> Literally everyone has to sell Mitrovic, especially going into a match against Liverpool at home where defensively they've been great basically since January. Um where should people go with that Mitrovic fund? Because last week we were talking about the idea of maybe having all low price forwards, but Mitrovic was on that list. And after you know failing against Cardiff, he's certainly not. Well, listen, when you fail against the the arguably the first or second worst. Uh, oh, sorry, I said Cardiff. I meant Huddersfield. Yeah, but you know Huddersfield is in the bottom three discussion for fantasy, you know, reliability and scoring against. Um, but yeah, nobody expected me to reach the blank. Everybody was, everybody was buying, you know, the, the edible arrangements of Alexander, you know, and I, I always love to bring this up. I think he's, you know, I said this before, he's still only 23 years old, so there's still hope that he could become nothing. Um, but Mitrovic to me is if you own him, you're looking everywhere else, but at him because I think, um, there's nothing, there's nothing to, to, to garner there. Um, you basically have options that are all around him price-wise. That is whatever 6.70 is currently. Um, you know, it's, it's an easy transition to someone else that you that you don't own. It, whether you, you it, whether you don't own Callum Wilson right now, you, you're probably losing in fantasy. Um, he could be an option. Uh, Jimenez from from Wolves is is a great option. Glenn Murray is very goal dependent, but but an option. Danny Yings is great. You know, uh, I'm not a statistics guy, but everybody in the X slash goal area loves Danny Ings because of his capabilities. Um, at, at goal, you know, there's the Isaac success whenever he's, he's not beaten on Tina Turner is, is good there. Um, but yeah, uh, if you, if you own Mitrovic, you, you came away from this weekend completely with a sour, bitter taste in your mouth. Uh, and, and you're looking for, for other reasons to go to a forward, especially in that, that lower price range, because I think Mitrovic is probably going to this, if he's the, if he's not the Nina, the Pinta, he's the Santa Maria on the, the, the ship sailing. <laughs> Just pull it out Columbus references all uh, left oh and yeah, right. Oh abs- yeah, absolutely. Isn't we're, Colum- we're in Fuego today. Um, yeah. we're, we're talking. Let's let's go back to Velcro. I love the hook, <laughs> I love the hook and latch system of Velcro. It's so it's so convenient. Yeah. Did you know that that's actually what cat's tongues are like? Yeah, hook and tongue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's basically like a Velcro that's system. Rough, that's why it's rough one way. Rough to the touch. Exactly. And now I, I think that's everyone's... why I let my cat lick me once, and then my friend the second time on the way back because I get the soft, he gets the rough. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about, like, attaching a cat to Velcro. Like, would that work? Mm. Like, if a cat licked Velcro, would it be stuck? Mm. I don't think it will be. Ooh, okay. that's a bad that's a bad miss there by Jekko. Hmm. Sorry. Watch, we're watching. I'm watching the Champions League. CSKA aroma. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think if I had... Um, I think the clear choice this week is Arnautovic. Um I want it to be Jimenez, who obviously had a goal and assist last week. The assist came via a one penalty. Um, mm. But he has had plenty of actual assists this year um, where he just, like, 
knocks it onto somebody already in the box and she's like oh there you go just go yeah. have yourself a goal um although i think the matinho one against united was actually outside the box yeah but if you're if you're <laughs> looking at like a, if you're looking at a jimenez thing right now that you know they do face arsenal this week but you know you do have two weeks to sit on him and then he faces hard if uh, Huddersfield and Cardiff. That was a Hardiff is Huddersfield and Cardiff combined. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he does face Hart, Huddersfield and Cardiff, so it's not like a one. It, it's not like a one week move. You'd have to pray that he does something. At, uh, you know, Arsenal on the road. Right, um, and that's but, why I was saying I think Arnautovic is the play this week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but then, yeah, I, I do agree. Jimenez is very interesting, although Wolves always have a few very good chances in a match, but they don't create a lot outside of those. Like they are not a volume attack. Um, which like is wolves in, like wolves in nature or wolves in yeah <laughs> yeah actual wolves like white um, wolves <laughs> um, but uh, anyway so yeah I I just like it if they were attacking a bit more throughout matches or creating better chances but when they do create them they tend to be solid and goal scoring um, yeah. although I could be tainted a little recency bias with that Tottenham match where they basically had three or four chances and mm-hmm. scored two of them and almost a third. Um, <clears throat> but uh, anyway, moving on, we talked last week about this idea of three small forwards and and three big midfielders, and then immediately one of them was removed from the equation, literally just hours after we recorded. Um, like again today, we're recording to the early set of Champions League matches. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne, now out at least a month again. It's unlikely that many people had the time to bring him into their team before he got hurt again. Uh, but what do you think this means for Manchester City? I, I assume we still have faith that Aguero can score because he's been doing it this whole season without him. But where do you think that point share shifts in the midfield? Uh, I mean, I think Bernardo Silver still retains some value there at 7.6. Um, we could see a little bit more of Mares mixed in. He really hasn't you know, gotten his feet under him and and done a lot of things and not rostered enough where people are taking advantage of it. He does have two goals in his last three games, didn't feature against Southampton. There was no need to. My sister could have played against Southampton and probably scored. Um, his ownership 3.6 right now, Mares. Um, I think that you'll probably, you know, I don't know if you'll see him this weekend against, you know, in the Derby game. Um, but the upcoming fixtures for City, West Ham, Bournemouth, Watford, Chelsea, Everton in the next five that basically takes you to Boxing Day, um, and then you start getting into where De Bruyne probably possibly could get, could return. So um, you know, Mares is an option, but he's he is a little pricey. That's the only problem when you start getting up into that eight point seven and above, eight point five and above price tag. And, and it's not just for midfielders; it's for it's for forwards as as well. And I'm foreshadowing because we're going to talk about a topic later about uh, another a forward that's a little overpriced, but giving you good results, and not everybody's looking at him. Um, but yeah, I'd probably stay the course with, um, you know, you probably own Aguero. Um, if you're, if you're not owning a, a, a city or a city defender and a goalie combo, um, Sterling is the own in midfield. Um, but if you want to be all offensive with city and there's, I don't doubt that you should be because they just scored six on Southampton and they proved that there's enough to go around where everybody gets involved. Sterling had two goals, two assists, you know, Silva had a goal, Aguero had a goal. Um, there's definitely enough goodies to go around, um, uh, but you know, if you're looking for a buy-in product, you know Silva, I think is the is the guy at 7.6. If you wanted to be completely different, differential there, you know his ownership proves that he's at 8.6, which is basically one of the lower end. He's owned less than Leroy Sané, so that's 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 a oh he's owned more than Leroy Sané. Sorry, I, I misread that. But yeah, so I mean, if, if he's still involved in a lot of the play. You know, I think you stay mainstream with City. I wouldn't be trying to outthink the outthinkers here and say. Yeah, I need to own Burrow Silva because he's going to get goals. You, you you want to own Raheem Sterling, even given his price is 11.1. You pretty much want to want to own Aguero's 
and then you probably you know punt down to either own Ederson because of the 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 clean sheet capability, or if you're you're a Benjamin Men- Benjamin Button Mendy owner, you you go that route because you think he has offensive capabilities, but he could regress and be a toddler in ten years. <laughs> huh. Um. Kind of sticking on City, they also have a, a really big match this week against Manchester United. Um. United though, United. really really not good in defense. Bottom no. five in defense right now in the Premier League. Just one clean sheet on the season. Uh, if you have these city guys, I- I'm assuming you're still rolling with them. The defenders or uh, anyone really. Um, when you look at the the United ownership, uh, the only person that's gone up in like the last like four weeks is Anthony Martial in ownership. Um, and this is the time where you know. It's funny. He scored in X amount of games in a row, and now he gets City. So now people are looking four. at, yeah, four in a row, and now uh, now he gets City, and people are like, well, he's hot. He's the most informed player in the Premier League. You know, returning eleven point three points a game in the last three games, and now he gets City. So are you going to be on the bus and saying, yeah, I'm going to buy Anthony Martial against City, thinking he can do it again? I don't think that's possible. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, United just don't have a product there that you, especially defensively, no. De Gea is a no. Um, midfield besides maybe maybe Martial, maybe Pogba if you want to be completely different or if you're Pogba's cousin. Pogba's uh, still really good in the ESPN game, Shameless Plug. Yeah, because, because he does other stuff that the official game doesn't count, like uh, like whining and stupid haircuts and... <laughs> they get you, you get you receive extra points for in other yeah, formats. Those, those are the other stats are <laughs> haircuts and you know, complaining haircut. about Mourinho and press conferences. Yeah, I mean those are the things that you get extra points for in the tertiary, you know, worlds of non OFPL. Um I think the other one is um what is it? Not doing interviews correctly or answering the direct question of interviews. Um Or that time when uh, he said he couldn't talk about Mourinho, like were they trying to get him fined? Yeah, not tipping the normal gratuity on a tip. That's 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 another scoring factor in. <laughs> that's, in a, that's those are negative points though. You you don't get positive points for not tipping. Well, it depends. It's it's a it's a crude. It's like 15, 16, 17, 18 percent depends on what you tip. You know, but Pogba I've heard is a, is an awful awful tipper. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um... Yeah, Martial is probably the only United person you really want to play. The, the Luke Shaw hype lasted about two weeks. Two um, weeks? Two because, weeks too long. 
<laughs> yeah, you're right, because they literally are incapable of keeping clean sheets. Um, I am interested in the fact that they've seemingly been playing better sans Lukaku, um, whether it be Rashford up front or Alexis. Or I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised Martial hasn't gotten to go up front, but when he keeps scoring goals off the left, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, well, I guess we shouldn't mess with that while it's going. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think this this should be a pretty comprehensive City win. Um, yeah. so like well, you... the, the thing going for United is they're more athletic now without Lukaku and taking up a big sp- space in the middle. Mm. You know, they're, they're, they have Rashford, they have, you know, whoever they want to mix in, Martial. Uh, Lingard seems to be just completely displaced now. Alexis coming off the bench. Um, yeah, I mean, but Lukaku not taking up space, I think, has allowed United to be more fluid rather than have, like, basically Lukaku is like that ugly Cristiano Ronaldo statue. <laughs> Well said. Um, I'm assuming you think that that City come out of this one. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it is their city. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, they they are home. They're better at home. They're better everywhere. Um, you know, man for man, they're better. But you can't ever downplay a, a derby matchup, especially yeah. when it involves Mourinho and Guardiola. True. Um, Mourinho is going to come out. Um, probably. This this would be if I was if I was the United manager, what I would do is I would completely attack the hell out of City in the first twenty minutes, and then if it didn't work, I would just rest on my laurels and take a tie. Yeah, although sitting back and not conceding goals has not been a, a stratagem oh, that has particularly no. worked for them no, this season. No, not at all, but, not at all. But I mean, it's also saying that yeah, we're we're good, we're good enough defensively to keep out the best scoring team in, in England. You know, yeah. It's, um, sticking with the uh, city side, last week everybody was all all super excited to bring in um, city defenders, particularly Mendy uh, against Southampton. Obviously, they end up conceding in that one. But last week, none of the the traditional big three defenders this year, Robertson, Alonso, or Mendy, kept a clean sheet. Uh, we talked earlier in the season about how them kind of all being must owns. Then we were kind of off that for a while. Where where do you sit with those defenders now, and how many of those elite? priced guys are, are you worth owning uh well there's like a difference it's like elite price guys and then elite return guys um elite price guys i'm talking about anybody above like a lot like alonzo mendy um robertson is pretty much that that category a trippy i'll throw trippy into there i basically think that you could probably roll with one the only thing that's, that's worrisome to me now is that you know i included a liverpool defender there um, they're gonna have. They're having starting to do some rotation things. You know, TAA got ra- uh, rotated in the Champions League, um, and then you know, Lovren sat out. And then we saw uh, the the six foot five beanpole Joel Matip in there, who got subbed out for Joe Gomez, who was not, who was basically didn't play two weeks ago. So I mean, it's trying to figure out who's gonna play when and where is starting to become a problem for Liverpool because their fixtures are starting to pile up on them, um, and the trust levels and Dejan Lovren's mouth. Can't, can't get out of their own way. Um, but, yeah, I think that if you're going to own one, um, you, you have to look at offensive capabilities and you put Alonzo and Mendy in one category and I think you take your pick there. Then if you wanted to be you know, risky enough and you had the funds to do it, I think you pick one of Robertson, Trippier, and you know somebody else in that price range. It's probably it's basically Robertson and Trippier for me. So basically I think you can have two. So I think you go – Either your own Alonzo and Men- or Mendy, one of the two, or Robertson and Trippier, one of the two. And I think that's basically where you end it. And I think you could fill out the rest of your team with, you know, four dot, you know, 
two, three to under like four dot eight, three or four defenders from that, three defenders from that, and I think you'd be perfectly fine. Um, mix and match with you know like a, a Watford defender if they're if they're you know given the fixtures, I think they give you ample enough returns. Um, definitely maybe a Wolves defender because they still are pretty good defensively. Um, and even a Brighton defender who, you know, are doing doing bits lately. And, you know, even some guys are scoring goals and have almost as good offensive numbers as the elite guys. So, I mean, but there's yeah. bargains to be – there's always bargains to be had in defense if you shift around and, and follow the metrics of the, the tertiary, you know, fantasy scoring world. Yeah. Um, I will say uh, on Trippier, he has been getting not very positive comments out of Pochettino lately, um, including he should be reminded that he's a defender. Um, because he has been getting up a lot and sending in crosses, but he's also been blaming teammates when he's not tracking back. Um, so it, I would not be surprised if he ends up on the wrong side of a rotation after early in the season, not looking like it was just his job. Um, you mentioned some of those uh, cheaper defender guys. Um, let's talk uh, some more about some obscure folks, mostly from South America. Um, I wanted to talk about Lamella, and you were like, if we're talking about Lamella, we have to talk about Felipe Anderson. And I think you meant it snarkily. But now let's actually do that. Um, because uh, Lamella now has four goals and an assist, which is as many as Lucas has this season. Um, Tottenham scoring in the Champions League, less so in the Premier League, although the three goals of the weekend against Wolves, I think, was the highest goal tally of the season thus far for Tottenham. Um, how, how, do you, how do you feel about uh, maybe a Lamella? Or, if you're looking at Brazil and a different London club, Felipe Anderson. Well, this, we, we touched on this in the last, last week's show. There's a ton of assets in that 6.0 to 7, 7.whatever range you want to 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. You want to, you know, that's the Richarlison group, the Sigurdsson group, you know, Ryan Frazier, Madison, uh, Madison, uh, now Lamella's in there because of his, his goal returns in the last, was he got four goals in his last five games or four goals in the last five? Yeah. Four goals, something like that. Um, you know, and then Felipe Anderson has got goals. He's got four goals in his last, or he's got two goals in his last three or four games, um, three in his last five. So, I mean, there's guys the the midfield, this is going to make or break, or win or lose the season here, your your ability to rotate on and off for the the middle the I'm calling these guys the budget midfielders because the way that everyone's stacking their 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 forward ranks because everybody basically everybody should own of Callum Wilson right now and that's the the bargain savior of of everyone. Um, they're only one high priced mid uh, forward on top of that, whether it be Aguero or Aguero, because um, nobody wants um, the post postpartum Kane. And his fat butt. Um, that was a joke <laughs> at Kevin because he showed me a picture. His Kev, Harry Kane has FPL postpartum. Uh, um, but yeah, there, it, it's all about who it, you pick and choose who you want to you want to roster every week from that. Like I said, that six to seven dot five midfielder. You probably can roster two of them, and I think you'd be okay because then you're you're pairing them up with Sterling Hazard. Salah, Mane, two, and pick basically pick two out of those four, and you know, go into battle with that. Um, like me currently, I own Sterling, Hazard, Madison, Sigurdsson, and Frazier. Um, I'm completely chem ten with that. I don't, I have no reason to change it out because the fixtures are sort of in my hand. Um, I'm rolling with three defenders every week, and pretty much. I'm, but I'm, the only bad thing is I'm staring at Alexander Mitrovic up top, so yeah. that's my one change. And then I look to upgrade with the money that I'm going to be saving from Mitrovic to a midfielder, and I'm like. 
any one of those three midfielders that I own, Madison, Sigurdsson, or Frazier, have been giving ample returns, have decent decent enough fixtures that I think they could give you something back. Well, not not so much not so much Sigurdsson this week. I think that Chelsea probably put the brakes on Everton, but um, but he's still on penalties, so you're, there's still value there that somebody else isn't going to be attaining, and his ownership isn't completely wonky. That you're like, okay, there's sort of a there's sort of a everybody's buying into him, but owned at seven seven point six percent. But I mean. If you could time your your midfield transfers to another um, mid mid priced guy, Richarlson is pretty much universally the most owned of all of them. Uh, but if if you could time a Lamella strike or a Roberto Pereira strike, or you know, I think we're off the Russ Barkley train now. But uh, a Felipe, I don't think Felipe Anderson is a guy that you're going to be looking at right now until he gives it to you multiple weeks. Um, but you know, there's there's so many there's so many guys there. I I even love if Cardiff didn't suck so bad and they were actually scoring goals. Callum Patterson would probably be the most owned midfielder in the game yeah. because he because he plays so out of position. OOP. Yeah. Um, but you know he's classified as a midfielder. He's five dot two. Uh, I just if if Cardiff didn't suck so bad, like literally Callum Callum Patterson would be probably one of the most owned midfielders. Yeah, another player that has uh, randomly popped up on the radar. I'm not sure if it's to own yet, but Alvaro Morata is kind of doing things. At the moment, um, he had yeah. a chance at a hat trick, but flubbed it, um, which <laughs> kind of shows that he's still the same beleaguered player that he was. But he's in the second best attack in the Premier League right now. Um, with Giroud injured, it's pretty clearly just him up front. I, I guess it, if Hazard is fully fit, he could be up front. Um, but what do you make of Murata, both as an FPL player and as a Chelsea guy? Uh, his hair is always perfect. Even after he heads the ball, it's always <laughs> perfect. Um, Alderweireld should have a hair off. Oh, it would be so. There was so much product going in there, um, <laughs> but Murata. This is this fall. He falls into basically that um, the the returns are great, but the price isn't sexy. You know, at eight point seven, he's basically going to cost you um, a big price midfielder. So it's going to be. Do you want Murata or Sane? And you know, basically, you could have Mane and and Madison, or you can have Murata and basically. A, a trade down at midfield. You know, I know they play different positions, but you know, I'm talking about price price ranges. But give, given that he's got four goals in his last in his in his last five or four games, um, the upcoming fixture: Everton, Spurs, Fulham, Wolves. Um, this is probably a move that you're looking for after uh, Turkey Day, um, after the Spurs fixture when they have when Chelsea faces Fulham and Wolves, and then before they play City. So I mean, if you're looking for like a quick strike. Um, like I said, if you could time the transfers just right and have that guy be the guy for those one or two games, that's it. Fulham, Wolves. You're not looking any further than those two games for Alvaro Morata. You're probably not going to bring him in against Everton. I think Everton is just good enough to to not allow more than two goals. Spurs, we know how they are. You know, they they, they get lucky against Wolves and they they let up two goals, but they're not awful defensively. Where like you're not like you're going to take them to prom and you know you're going to have you know you're going to score. Um, so you're pretty much relying on the fact that you're going to get one or two goals against Spurs. Um, so yeah, I, I like um, I like Murata. I, I I just don't see him based on his price as as an asset. I'd rather have a high priced Aguero, uh, the Callum Wilson, whatever you bought in as, and then roll with roll the dice with a, a third, you know, cheaper uh, forward um, like like Jimenez or you know if you could time a Glenn Murray, good good game. That the price is the only hindrance to, to Alvaro Morata. That and he sucks sometimes. 
<laughs> he does suck sometimes. And sometimes he sucks in the matches where he scores a brace. Um, oh, it sucks. It, that's the it, worst part about strange. it. You're, that's the worst part about it is you're like, all right, Murata's coming around. He's out of the slump. And then, boom, he misses a sitter, you know? Yeah. Um, let's wrap up uh, talking about Liverpool. They lose uh, to Red Star Belgrade uh, in the Champions League yesterday. Um, Salah and Mane, I think, both played significant minutes if memory serves. Mm-hmm. Um, this should be a slam dunk super mega home run against Fulham, who have the worst defense in the Premier League. Uh, but are, are, do you have any thoughts of maybe not not going heavy Liverpool this week because of that? Or, or for example, do you have Salah on your team? And if not, are you trying to bring him in? I don't own Salah, and I don't own Mane. Um, this this is this is basically one of those temptuous beasts that is like um, that making people who don't wait for the double game weeks want to play their triple captain. This is one of those fixtures that you're looking at. All right, Liverpool's coming off a bad beat against Bell, uh, Red Star. They're going to come in. You know, they're at home to Fulham. Fulham is garbage. They give up the most points to Premier League defenders uh, for fantasy purposes. They give up the second most to Premier League midfielders and the second most to Premier League forwards. There's a little stat for you. Um, so, I mean, although Liverpool doesn't really have a forward that is going to, you know, light the world on fire because Roberto Firmino is completely overrated. <laughs> um, <laughs> but midfielder-wise, this is where you're looking at. If, if you don't own Salah, this is the week that you're looking at it to, to buy in to, to, you know, take advantage of, of it. But, you know, look at what happened last week. Everybody thought you know, that Fulham was going to do do stuff against, you know, Huddersfield. And Huddersfield, you know, only scored one goal. I mean, Huddersfield is not even – I'm not saying that Huddersfield is Liverpool. Relax. Everybody at home getting ready on their, their keyboards. I'm writing him a, a blatant email that he's stupid. I'm, I'm not saying that at any bit. I'm just saying that with the midweek fixture, what we saw from Liverpool, they, yes, they are going to come pissed off, but that is not always a good thing. Sometimes that can, you know – Anger is the worst kind of adrenaline because it tires you out quicker. Um, so, yes, I think they're going to score, but yes, I think you should temper expectations. Do they? Do I think they win? Yeah, but I think the, the goal score, the goal tally, would be closer to two than six. Yeah, uh, I think Liverpool should still win this weekend, but um, oh, totally. I like I'm I've been looking at my team, and I don't think I can get all the way up to um, Mane or Salah. Just because I've been riding with this uh, double Richarlison Madison, I know a lot of people had to choose one or the other, but I actually have both. And I think that trying to decide which of them to give up on when I've been high on both of them this season, like I was high on Richarlison from the preseason, um, giving up on one of them to get all the way up there w- would not only cause me to take at least a minus four, but there might still be. Va- I don't know. It's a tough one for me. I'm going to be honest. I, I and I could be wrong here. Like the the right play may just be. Climbing up to Liverpool, I know that a lot of their rough fixtures are behind them now. Um, but And I don't know if it's just the Champions League thing, but I, I am hesitant to try to overspend and overly change my team just to get one in. Um, and I guess we'll see at the weekend if that was wise or foolish. Uh, but that'll do it for us today. Rob, tell the folks where they can get at you. Here. You can find me here on this podcast. Yeah, do Twitter. it. Listen to this. Uh, and on Twitter at FPL underscore MNOP. Well, you're already, they're already listening to this, Kevin, so they've already waited this long 
to get to, to where we are. <laughs> can you imagine if somebody was like, I like these guys. You know what? I'm going to stay all the way to the end to find out where I can find more of these guys. Because that never happens. <laughs> and then they're like, it was here. It was here all along. Well, if they yes. liked it enough to see where we were, they might like it enough to just listen through it. Yeah, and subscribe to it on stuff. Yeah, do are. that. And then follow <laughs> Kevin and follow the magic of Kevin DeVries all over the, the sprinkles of the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one way of saying it. Another way would be <laughs> on Twitter, uh, at Kevroff. Also on this very channel, obviously, we have the EPL Roundtable and the Championship Roundtable. Check both of those out. Uh, if you want to see my fantasy writings, check out either Goal or uh, ESPN, where I talk about them fantasy doodads. This week's article on ESPN is going to be about Raheem Sterling. And we have a couple of uh, Team of the Week articles over at Goal for both the Premier League and the Champions League. Um, Rob, an absolute pleasure speaking with you again. We did it two weeks in a go. We'll see you next week if we make it three. Oh, wait. Uh, no, after next week, uh, it'll be an international there's, break, right? There's an international break, and that's when we, we award our f- what, first third of this Premier League awards show. Oh, I guess we can I'm do kidding. that. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. But, like, we could, I don't know. We're not going to promise anything. We're really bad about that. Um, but, obviously, uh, enjoyed speaking fantasy with you again today. Folks at home, best of luck to your fantasy teams, unless you're in our mini leagues, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 